Okay. Hail you nostalgic secret agents. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about the show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, remember a few episodes back where I was like, I've never rated a podcast that I liked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did it. Good. I went out and rated some podcasts. So I nice. did it and it was easy. So if anybody wants to rate our podcast, I mean, you know, what a great <laughs> New, Year's, stars. New Year's re- resolution there. Uh, today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 21, Stormy Weather. Said I want to see you again. Mm-hmm, you know that song? No, I don't, but I was right there with you. It's actually called Colder Weather. Oh, okay. Not I super relevant, but yeah. About weather. Okay, <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Kendra, Happy New Year. This is this is our and New Year you. episode, the last of 2021. We've done it. Do you Another have year. New Year plans? Oh, I always have many plans. Are they to fall asleep at 9.30 p.m.? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, I'm backing it up this year. Fall asleep by 8.30. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. What a great... Every night. What a great start. Okay. Because I'm turning uh, 31. (gasps) That's right. That's what we do. Yes. Kendra, the next episode is going to air betwixt our two birthdays. I know. 31. Our birthday episode. That's right. 31 for Kendra. 39. For your boy. Your boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I got us off track. I got us off track. All right. Let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired February 15th of 2021. Mm. Not a very uh, Valentine's Day episode. Well, the last episode was Valentine's-y, though. Okay. For birthdays, we have, on February 15th, Megan the Stallion was born. Wow. You a big Megan the Stallion fan? No, but I did see her uh, music performance on SNL, and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a good... Who was the host for that one? What a question. I don't know. <laughs> it was a pretty good... It's been pretty a pretty good season yeah. so far. You know, it has. You know what? Speaking of SNL, this is, a, this is a correction that I need to make. I was listening recently to Life is Short, the podcast with uh, Justin Long. And he was interviewing Will Forte. And in the preamble, they were talking about MacGyver because of MacGruber. And they said that Richard Dean Anderson, who played MacGyver, played Jack McKay on 90210. And I was screaming, no, that's not right. Yes, they both have sandy mullets. But it was Josh Taylor who played Jack McKay, not Richard Dean Anderson. Oh. So, little, little, Justin Long. little correction there. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a huge crush on Justin Long. From like the Mac commercials or something else? Um, no. I liked his movie uh, Accepted or okay. Unaccepted or... I, yeah, I know the there, there are a couple other things that I had watched. Galaxy Quest? It's a big Galaxy sure. Quest fan back no, in the I day. No, I didn't sure. see Galaxy Quest until like too late in oh, life. Oh, that's a <laughs> Like that's Eric a shame. and I were, were dating oh. by the time 
I speaking of speaking of Eric and you dating, today is your wedding anniversary, Kendra. It is nine, nine years. years. Wow, so close to a milestone. Happy anniversary! I know, so close. <laughs> it's hard because, like, I feel like the months before your anniversary, you're like, we're at. Yeah. Nine years. It's yep. been nine years. And then yep. you hit nine years and it's like, oh, now it's nine I know. Years. Yeah, true. Well, that was me because we just had our 15th anniversary back in November last month. And uh, I kept, like, in the whole year leading up to it, I was like, can you believe it's going to be 15 years? So when it actually happened, people were like, didn't you already do that? And I was like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's now. Yep. And on February 21st, Miss Dow's turned 37. Miss Teasley. So I'm older than Miss Teasley. Great. I feel great about that. <laughs> I feel really good about it gonna be okay one uh passing to mention on february 19th actor john howard died howard was best known for playing the character bulldog drummond in seven paramount films as well as for his role in the philadelphia story oh i do like the philadelphia story yeah that's a good one is that the one with uh it's catherine hepburn and catherine hepburn yeah, yeah that's a good one pretty good stuff TV, February 19th, the reboot of the classic series Get Smart aired its final episode. Uh, Get Smart was heavy in the rotation of Nick at Night when I was a kid, and I love that show. Still love that oh, show. I love the original Get Smart. Oh, yeah. So good. Did you the, see the Steve Carell movie? I did. I did. It's yeah. all right. No, I still enjoyed it. I think the difference was you never knew with Don Adams whether he was a, a buffoon or whether he was setting all that stuff up on purpose. Whereas with Steve mm. Carell, he was just more of a buffoon. Yeah. And you missed that layer. <laughs> funny, still funny, but different. This show did have um, Don Adams and Barbara Feldon back as Max in 99, but it focused on their kids and Andy Dick played his son. I want to say this was like eight episodes, but I loved it. <laughs> I loved it in 1995. I was like, get smarts on. So... That was, this was my first experience with like a reboot, and I just it blew my mind that there was new episodes of Get Smart. <laughs> Glad you had a positive re- reboot experience. Yes, That's yes. not always the case. True. February twentieth, what a cartoon debuted on Cartoon Network. I don't have any anecdotes about that. I'm sorry. I don't either. But there it is. Also, Melrose Place hit its fourth season and entered into syndication. Oh, what a time in any TV show's life. What a time. Music-wise, on February 17th, Blink-182 released their debut album, Cheshire Cat. Wow. That's earlier than I thought for Blink-182. Have you guys covered any Blink-182 over on 90s Music Got Me Like? No, and it, it when I think of Blink-182, I think of the 2000s. Oh. So I don't think I've even considered them mm. for 90s music, but well, maybe we shall. Maybe you shall. Hey, uh, the uh, <laughs> on our last episode, I picked a song, and I had to pick it on the spot because I didn't realize it was my turn to pick. Yes. And then as I was going to research it, we realized it is it came out in 2000. Uh, but Eric had it on his 90s playlist, so I think that, that yeah. it's his fault. So, so are you guys still going to do it, or are you switching no, gears? No, we're going uh, to pick a different one. I'm, I'm still picking. Okay. It's a lot of pressure, the first song of yeah, 2022. Yeah, it is. It is. Got to pick the right one. Yeah. One other thing to mention, February 21st, Steve Fawcett lands in Leader, Saskatchewan, Canada, becoming the first person to make a solo flight across the Pacific in a balloon. That's a really specific record to make. It is. It is. (laughs) While making pancakes. It sounds sounds amazing and like romantic flying in a balloon, but I bet it is not 
fun. I wouldn't think so. To fly no. that long in a balloon. Just in a basket? No. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 it's probably freezing. It is. And I've got a lot of lo- logistical questions about bathroom times and steering yeah. and food. What do you do? I don't know. I guess you just pee in a, pee in a bottle or oh, something. Oh, do you? I was just going to over the side it. You know? I mean. <laughs> well, then you don't know who it's landing on. It's I mean, such I guess a far if you're drop, flying over the ocean. It's going to dissipate. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. In 2021, our pal Alan Toy played President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the NBC Live presentation of Annie. Hey, I was in Annie once for some yeah. reason. I played Rooster. Do you want to hear a little bit of it? Easy Street. <laughs> uh, the cast of Annie Live, which I did not see, though, Kendra, I feel that if you and I were in the same town, we would have watched this together, I think. Probably. Okay. We, we watched a lot of the live ones. We sure together. did. The cast also featured Harry Connick Jr. as Daddy Warbucks, Nicole Scherzinger as Grace Farrell, Taraji P. Henson as Miss Hannigan, and Selena Smith as Annie. Uh, oh, Scherzinger? Was yeah, it? yeah, she was Grace Farrell, yeah. Uh, and a special thanks to listener on Twitter at Kier underscore Lynn for catching this and pointing this out to us. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. We always love when people send us some Beyond the Zip Codes. Sure do. All right, let's look at our synopsis for Stormy Weather. Callie is still in thick with Finley and his new evolution, so Brandon and Dylan team up to Springer. Meanwhile, Valerie sets her claws deeper into Ray, and he does not respond well. Elsewhere, Andrea doubles down on her fledgling affair with Peter. Andrea. I'm just disappointed in everyone. What are you doing? Not everyone. I guess just Andrea and Ray (laughs) are the one. And Valerie, but, Well, yeah. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Larry Mullen with a teleplay by Lana Freistat-Melman and directed by Bethany Rooney. Uh, we're missing a lot of main cast members this time. Did you notice this, Kendra? No Ian Ziering, no Brian Austin Green, no Carol Potter, no James Eckhouse. No Ian Ziering? No Ian Ziering. Oh, wow. And we saw Claire just for a moment there in the peach pit when Kelly's getting up on her grill. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Lots of recurring players, including Nicholas Pryor back as Chancellor Arnold, James C. Victor as Peter Tucker, Carolyn McWilliams as Luann Pruitt, and we have the final appearances, and I'm kind of sad to say this, because I feel like this was over too soon. Final appearance of Cynthia Lynch as Sarah Buchanan, Gerald McCullough as Dan McGrath, and Alan Toy as Professor Finley. Well, I'm not sad about that, that well, last one. Well, I know, but I guess I just feel like Kelly's in a cult, and the next episode they're like, Kelly's out of a cult. <laughs> I don't know. I would have Spoiler liked, alert. I would have liked a couple more. I don't know. Uh, and then finally, we have Stan Cahill as Greg Jarrett. Uh, this is his only appearance in the series, but he's best known for playing assistant district attorney Don Harrison on NYPD Blue. Nice. All right. Let's get into it. I wrote my notes down this time. I oh, pulled a nick. Look at you, old and school. And I wrote them down. I like the so. flair on that journal, too. I see some doodling. Thank you. I got some fun yeah. new pens that looks for nice. Christmas. Looks nice. So I'm drawing all over everything. All right. We start at the Peach Pit. Kelly is informing Claire and Donna that she is dropping out of their sorority. Because I guess they still go to college and are still in a sorority. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the sorority is real. Or it's their own little sorority. Oh. Are they in a real sorority and they have their own sorority? I think th- I think it's that one. I think they okay. were in the real one but also had a fake one. Because Brenda okay. wasn't in the sorority. 
And right. so they had a little faux thing. And Andrea wasn't either. Right. That's think. correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Claire and Donna are not thrilled about this. They're saying that she's just doing this because Finley told her to. I love how, how over it Claire was, too. Yeah. She's she's had it. She's she's not uh, pussyfooting around it anymore. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Dylan comes up and uh, sticks up for Kelly and is yeah. like, hey, she's doing what she feels she needs to do, guys. We should support her in in these new life choices, which I was I was very surprised. Yeah, me when, too. When he did that. But then he and Kelly leave the peach pit and it's raining. It's raining through this whole thing. Stormy okay. weather. The stormy, stormy weather. Stormy weather, Kendra. And we see Brandon in a car watching Dylan and Kelly. So you think at first, like, Brandon is mad at Dylan about, yeah. you know, he thinks that they're together or whatever. But then Dylan runs over to Brandon's car and gets in, and they start talking about this plan. And basically, Dylan is a double agent. He's he's going to go. He's going to meet Finley. He's going to infiltrate the new evolution and I guess their plan is to eventually get Kelly out. Yes. I, and I, I didn't remember that that was a thing that was happening. So that was a fun little twist to have them working together. I like it. Yeah. Though I got to say, I think given the state that Dylan has been in, you took a real risk sending Dylan into a cult. I will get there. But halfway through this episode, I was like, it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> abort. 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 <laughs> Next, we go to Valerie's hotel room. Yeah. She's got a fancy meal laid out for her and Ray. Uh, but Ray is still, I don't know, he still is just acting super annoyed at her for wanting to be in a relationship with him, even though he's sleeping with her right. all the time. So that's fun. And it seems like Valerie is. I don't, again, I don't know what her game is. I don't Does either. she hate Donna? She's just very anti-Donna all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know. Ray cannot be that much of a prize. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. No. I just, like, over Ray, really? This I know. The... I, I mean, I do, I do kind of ding it for that, but on the same token, I am pleased to have a Valerie who is just pure chaos again. I've missed that. You know, mm-hmm. like, why is she doing it? Because she can, I guess, yeah. is the answer. <laughs> really, I mean, yeah. you know, yep. anything goes. Pure chaos. Well, Ray asked the same question to Valerie. He asks, what do you want? And she's like, oh, I want you to stay and eat this lovely breakfast with mm-hmm. me. Yep. And Ray grabs the, the table and flips all the food pretty onto the floor. That's a pretty aggressive move there. And... And then he says, breakfast is served. Yeah. And he leaves the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. The hospital. Andrea, as you remember. I do. Is. Oh, no. She doesn't have the researcher gig yet. She's yeah. going to have it. Well, she Th- was. This is where they, t- yeah. they talk about it. It's a little confusing because, like, she was doing research back in, remember when, like, her and Brenda and the dogs and everything, she yeah. was, like, in a research lab. And now it's kind of like, she's wanting it again? I don't know. I'm not sure why she's there then. Yeah. I'm not right. sure why she's there, she... but she's trying to get coffee. Peter comes up behind her, and <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote this down because it made me laugh, and I can't remember if we've mentioned it, but... 
Eric was walking by as I was watching this, mm-hmm. and he said that Peter looks like Jamie Kennedy, and that made me laugh. <laughs> he looks like Jamie Kennedy as the son of the mask. That's what he looks like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. So, okay, so there's this researcher position at the hospital that's open that Andrea's like, oh, that would be great. And Which, Peter's like, well, basically, it's yours if you want it. I don't understand, because she's like dressed like a doctor, working in a hospital, and she is a sophomore in college. It's not even like she's in med school or grad work. She is a sophomore, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, she's 45, but she's playing like a 20-year-old character, and it's just (laughs) strange. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then he tries to get flirty with her and is like, oh, what's that perfume you're wearing? Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's Baby vomit. <laughs> I smell like baby vomit. And then he, like, smacks her butt as he walks away. Yeah, that was kind of an escalation, wasn't it? They are not playing it cool. No. No. This might be my favorite runner of the episode is the Chancellor's office is leaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, running around his office with an umbrella trying yep. to get someone to fix the leak yes. in his ceiling, and no one will help him. <laughs> Brandon has got this trench coat thing that remind. I, it was like he was trying to be Jonah Hex or something. Oh. It was a very Jonah Hex-esque yeah. trench coat that he's wearing through this whole thing. You know so what, Brand- though? If, if we were going to cast a Jonah Hex from the cast, you'd have to give it to Luke Perry. Yeah. You'd oh, have yeah. To. You would have 100% to. give it to Luke yeah. Perry. I know nothing about Jonah Hex except for the way he looks. Okay. So that's, that's what I was going yeah. off of. Yeah, yeah. Brandon wants the chancellor to talk to Finley about he he's worried about Kelly and he he's like he's got all these students like you need to do something but the chancellor says that he has no ties to the university anymore there's nothing he can do right. he's surprised to hear that Kelly is involved with the new evolution yeah Brandon once again brings up this case against Finley, but the Chancellor will not talk to him about the mm-hmm, case because mm-hmm. it could get him in trouble. Right. At the new evolution, they're talk Dylan's there meeting Finley. They're talking about his writing, because as you remember. Yeah, Dylan very almost good writer. he almost wrote a book for one second. <laughs> they talk about I just wrote sailing picture. So apparently that's what they talked about. They talked oh, yeah, about yeah, Iris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a picture in his office of Finley on like a parasail situation. Oh, yes. And Dylan's like, oh, I just was at that gnarly beach, bruh. Yeah. You know. <laughs> they talk about Iris and all her crazy beliefs. Yeah. It's very, it's a very cordial. It is. Chummy. Cordial meeting. You might say it was chummy. Yep. This is where they throw out the word. What is it? Milletting? Yes. I I don't know. I couldn't quite grasp what they were saying. Well, they just throw it out like we should know what it is. Finley's like, oh, excuse me. I have to go prepare for tomorrow's milletting or whatever it is. And I literally wrote down like, what? What was that? I have no idea what that is. Was it like millennium wedding? Was it a merge of those two words? Is that what we're saying? They say it it again a bunch of times. But the first, yeah, it's milletting. I wrote it down later. But they say it like we should just know what it is. It's a milletting. There's no explanation. Will it be a summer (laughs) milletting or a winter milletting? (laughs) so dylan then leaves so they can prepare finley tells kelly that he likes dylan 
Kelly somehow brings up that he's Jack McKay's son, which clues Finley into the fact that Dylan has yeah. some money. It's just funny because she says, like, his father was Jack McKay, and he's, like, the financier. You know, which I think is, like, I guess he just knows. You know? <laughs> you all right? Your, your Finley impression is just so funny. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so Finley tells Kelly to invite him to the maletting <laughs> yeah. the party. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be there. He's got to be there. Yep. At Andrea's house, Jesse calls Andrea. Remember, he is out of town interviewing for some lawyer positions. Right, right. Out of out of state. She tells him that she got the researcher job at the hospital. Yes, which she's very happy about. Jesse says it's down to him and two other guys for this job in Boise. And Andrea is not thrilled about that at all. Like, she she wants him to get it, but she does not want to move to Boise. Yeah, she's. I don't think she's being super fair here. I mean, I guess it seems like she would... I don't know. It's just, he's farther along in his life and his career. Like, he's at a yeah. point where he needs to be, like, taking jobs. Again, she is a sophomore in college. Yeah. You know, so it just kind of seems like she... Making a move does not mean she's giving up her career. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's got so much time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesse says that they should have Peter and his wife over oh. to thank them for something. I would love, back. love to see Peter's wife again. She was a trip. She was great. Crazy. Next scene is at Dylan's. Dylan and Kelly are talking about Finley and meeting Finley and how that all went. Kelly says that her mom, Jackie, thinks that she's just going through a phase and that, you know, it'll play itself out. Right. Brandon calls and Dylan answers the phone and Brandon's trying to talk to him and Dylan's like, we're not interested. Right. Yeah. Stop calling. Yes. (laughs) This is where we hear... The word again. It is milletting. Mill. Which is it's yeah, mi- millennial. Milletting, not not wedding. Right, milletting. 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 Okay. Milletting. Okay. So she invites Dylan to the milletting, and he says he will be there. Maybe you and Eric could celebrate your anniversary by getting mm. malaried. <laughs> not malaria, but have a have a mil- have a milletting. You know, to sort of, like, renew your vows. Yeah. Just think about it. Think about it. That sounds good. At the Peach Pit, still raining, Donna and Ray are making out in his truck. Donna is getting a little paranoid about him for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. And he reassures her. Yes. Lying. Right. SOB that yeah, he is. Yeah, he's like, I'll never lead you astray. I'll Whatever never he leave says. You. I'm not like... going to let anyone come between us. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we see Valerie is watching them from her car. Right. A lot of people watching people from cars. I don't think this would be surprising behavior from Valerie at all if we didn't have this little cul-de-sac of her being like a really nice, caring person. Yeah. Now, it's, now it does feel a little bit weird, but it feels more in line with the first half of the season, so... Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. Beggars can't be choosers, I guess, when it comes to Valerie's character. Okay, so then we go to this maletting, and it is <laughs> at this giant... It's at a giant, like, mansion. Yeah. Basically. And it is a marriage between... Is the guy... The guy's really old. Yeah, the guy's, like, 60-plus. 
Yeah, so it's an older man and a very young, like, college-age girl Mm -hmm. are getting married. Finley is talking about marriage is not about age, it's about love. Yeah. There's also a box. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dylan notices a box for donations that people keep putting uh, stuff into. And Kelly says that that's, like... They, instead of getting wedding gifts, they want oh. people to give to right. the new evolution. Right. So mm-hmm. that's like the wedding gift. We go back to the hospital. <laughs> Andrea is in a room doing research, Whatever. and Peter yeah. comes in and scares the crap out of her. Yeah, so like charming. on purpose. To so be charming. Yeah, welcomes her to the hospital, gives her some coffee, and then they're like making out in this room, yes. full of windows. Yes, everyone. Can I know see. it's crazy. The, the windows are not closed. Mm-mm. So, yeah. And Andrea seems like she seems weird about it at first, but she does go along with it. Yeah. So, yeah. She's like, this, she, I feel like she's more nervous than resistant, though. You know, she's not yeah. being like, no, don't. She's like, oh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Just so disappointed in her. I know. I don't know what she's doing. Okay, so back to. It's post-milletting, and Kelly, they're outside now, and we can see this giant mansion they're at. And Kelly says that the guy who just got married, it's his house. He's selling the house to, he's he's giving the property uh, okay. yeah. or the money to the new evolution. Yeah. So, more money yeah. being thrown around. Kelly talks about how before the new evolution, she was always afraid of how people would... Yeah. See her. She's just afraid of lots of things, but now she finally has direction in her life. Mm-hmm. She feels it is okay to shine. Yes, finally. <laughs> she wishes that Brandon understood, mm-hmm. and she's glad that Dylan understands, even mm. though he's just playing along. How glad. Mm-hmm. And then they share a little kiss. Couple, yeah. Some kisses. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I mean, I know we're in a cult and it's all lies, but I was kind of like, <laughs> I could I could do this again. I could I go know. back to that. Kelly's yeah. style evolution this season, she looks like a 49-year-old. The hair, the clothes. Yeah. Yes, it's crazy. I know. I hope after the uh, post-new evolution, yeah. we get a more stylish Kelly. Kelly's new, new evolution maybe will evolve her into stylish again. Yeah. At Ray's house, Luann is vacuuming. Valerie comes over to drop off uh, sheet music that Ray left at her place. Yeah. Valerie, he, does, t- he doesn't strike me as a sheet music kind of guy. You don't think? You think it's on his head? It's like chord, chord, chord. Maybe I yeah. don't know. I don't see him. I don't see him doing music theory. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know him. You're right. I don't. I don't. Ray is not happy to see her at Mm-mm. all. Mm-mm. Very upset that you, she's there. Not pleased. She says that she wants to apologize and that she wants to go back to the way it was. They're yeah. just having fun. Yeah, she said and no strings and now she's ready to cut the strings she tried to put on. So let's just go back to little sex romps. Yep, she says no rush. Think about it. Luann, after she leaves, tells Ray to be careful because she's in a class all by herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which she is. Yeah. At that moment, I was kind of like, I could sort of see Valerie growing into a Luann Pruitt. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, could see, I could see some similarities there. 
<laughs> at Brandon's room. So the Walsh house. Brandon is complaining about Finley to Dylan. And this is where I was like, abort, abort. Because Dylan's like, Finley's not that bad. Yeah, he's like, why he do seems he... seems like a good guy. I don't know why people think he's bad. He's just uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Then he tells Brandon that he and Kelly kiss. And Brandon's like, great. So cool. You're, you're cool. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I props to Dylan for being honest about it. He could have just yeah. been like, no, man, and just been done with it. But mm-hmm. at the chancellor's office, I think the leak the leak has stopped, but the Good. carpet still. Say wet. that carpet is just done. It's shot. I don't think it's there's shot. any saving Cut the it carpet. Up. But they're just trying to dry it over and out. Yeah, you got to get gonna, out. It's gonna it's gonna smell awful. It's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're drying the carpet. Brandon is back to, to, again, try to get the Chancellor to do something. The Chancellor asks how Kelly got started in all of this. And Brandon, you know, said, talks about the fire and her past and all of these things. Yeah. Once again, ask the Chancellor to tell him about this legal problem that mm-hmm. was brought against Finley. And so, so I kind of like this because the Chancellor was really upset that Brandon even knew about it at all. And mm-hmm. we kind of clocked that back when the Dean mentioned it to Brandon. You were like, no way would he ever tell him that. Yeah. So now we kind of got <laughs> a little bit of proof that like, yeah, that was uh, not great from old Dean, whose name I can't remember. <laughs> Dean Trimble? Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Nice. Yeah. So the Chancellor says, hey, I can't... I can't show you those Mm-mm. files, but Wouldn't be were prudent. I to leave for lunch and you happen upon yeah. said files... Maybe you look you up know? Jay for Jarrett, maybe you don't, but I'm going to go out and get myself a nice warm hoagie. <laughs> I gotta he go. He says, J for Jarrett, M yeah. for Maya. Yeah. And he strolls on out of his office, leaving Brandon alone. To do whatever. Maybe he's just going to dry the carpet. You know? Yeah. Chancellor doesn't know. He's hungry. He's got to get lunch. At the new evolution, Dylan is there to see Finley again, this time without Kelly. Finley is telling him about this. He sees like plans for this learning center yes. or this. Yes. Is it a model for the learning? I don't know. Sure sounds Some, expensive, Kendra. Yeah, Ooh, uh, it does sound expensive. And he's talking about oh, fundraising. Price tag it's on that. So, so terrible. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite part of the job. Yeah. And Dylan says, well, what if someone were to step in and you know, take all the, the fundraising worries away from you. Finley's interested, but Dylan says it depends on his plans for Kelly. Yes. And gross, super gross. Yes. Finley says that she's extremely appealing, but they haven't become intimate yet. Yet. Yes. Barf. Yeah. Barf. So here's what Dylan suggests. Dylan wants Finley to convince Kelly to be with him. To be with Dylan. Yes. And if he does that, then he will donate all the money mm-hmm. for the learning mm-hmm. center. And this is the point, because I couldn't exactly remember the resolution here, but I thought, that's too much. I think he, Dylan's going too hard here. I don't think Finley's going to fall for it, but... I was I was confused. I was, I was legitimately like, oh dear, this plan has gone awry. It has, yeah. Oh, you suspected uh, so Dylan. I, you thought Dylan was yeah, being genuine. I really, I really oh. was not. They were playing it so well. I really wow. was not sure. You have so exactly. little faith in our D-man. Wow. I know. Wow, Kendra. He's been through a lot. He has. 
at Kelly Donna Claire's, Brandon is trying to call Jarrett. Mm-hmm. He does finally get through, but Jarrett hangs up as soon as he hears the university's name. Yep. He's like, no, I'm out. I'm not, yeah. So Brandon decides he's going to drive to this guy's house. Yeah, and it's a hike. It's not nearby. No. He's going to drive there, and he's going to talk to this guy. Ray arrives, and Donna, they're getting ready for some dinner with everybody. And she says that Valerie's coming to dinner. Ray gets very upset Mm -hmm. and storms out, basically. Well, again, why did you invite Valerie? But it's a very aggressive. It's not just like, I don't want to do that. He doesn't call her stupid, but I feel like that's basically the implication. Yeah. Like, why Mm -hmm. would you do something, you big dumb idiot? Yep. The new evolution, Kelly is in their library just working on a paper for college because she's she's still in college. Apparently. And Finley comes in to talk to her about Dylan and says that he's he's really great. Like, you guys seem like soulmates. Yeah. You should give him what he hungers for and love him in every way. <laughs> <laughs> it's subtle. It is subtle, but I think I know what he means. <laughs> and Kelly's like, you're right. I should love him in every way. So, yeah, she's very easily swayed by Finley. Mm-hmm. Brandon gets to Jarrett's house. I just wrote Greg. Is that his first name? Yes, Greg Jarrett. Okay, yep. Greg Jarrett. At first, he slams the door in Brandon's face. He won't talk to him. But Brandon basically is begging through the door and talking about, he has my girlfriend. I just want to help my girlfriend. Jarrett opens the door again and asks... Is she pretty? (laughs) Back at the hospital, Andrea and Peter are making out in the elevator. Making out all over the place. Yep. Ding. The elevator door opens and it's Jesse. And he is very Very close to being caught there. Very not perceptive either because they're still a little entwined. (laughs) You know, there's still some arms connected and stuff. And he's like, hey, guys, so great to see you both in this little sex box you're writing in. He's very, very oblivious. Yes, he is. So he says he caught an earlier flight. He's got her flowers. He's home. Yeah. And she gives him some kisses. Yeah, which is gross to me because she was just kissing Peter. I was like, ooh. Swap and spit. That's a lot. Yep. At Dylan's house, Kelly is on time and Dylan like comments about how she's on time so mm-hmm. I guess she's never been on time before part of the new know. evolution baby yep I just wrote hot chocolate and kisses okay sounds like a nice afternoon yeah <laughs> hot chocolate and kisses <laughs> yeah Kelly's like she's ready yeah she's like I'm ready to be with Dylan you. Kelly 2.0 this is it and Dylan's like, well, what about Brandon? And she's like, well, Brandon didn't understand. So Dylan then comes out with it that he told Finley to convince her to be with him. Yeah. So that, you know, he would get all this money. Then Brandon and Greg, Jarrett, come out of the back room and it's an ambush yeah. on Kelly. And at first she's like, I'm not listening to this. I'm just going to leave. But then we learn... That Jarrett, when he was in the New Evolution, he was part of a milletting. Yeah. And he was wed to this very old lady. Yeah, to Betty White. He got married. (laughs) 
basically to get her money. Right. And he's saying that Finley's deal is that he marries off young college kids yeah. to older rich people Ooh. in order to get their money. What a deal. Yeah. And I was I was like, wow, that is like a lot darker and twistier than I was expecting. It's true. It's true. And I and I was like, oh wow, that's like actually like yeah. bad. It is. No. <laughs> that's like actually interesting yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting bad. So they leave Jared and Kelly to talk because she's still skeptical. Right. And he and Dylan, Brandon and Dylan go out on his patio. Mm-hmm. And Brandon's talking about, like, I just don't understand the draw to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Dylan's like, well, wait till you have a near-death experience. Brandon brings up the sweat lodge, which was not a near-death experience. No, it wasn't. But, no, it wasn't. Yeah. And it's like two minutes, and Kelly comes out crying and is like, "Take me home," and she apologizes. It's quick to, to was, Brandon. Usually, they're so good about continuity. I was kind of surprised that he brought up the sweat lodge and didn't bring up that. Was it season one where they all go camping and Brandon falls off a mountain and Dylan yeah, catches him? That's I mean, a near death experience. That seems like a much more applicable anecdote, but you know, whatever. Brandon asked Jarrett how he convinced her so quickly. And he says that he showed her where the new evolution led him. And yeah, then he holds trig- out his, trigger warning here. Yeah. 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 He holds out his arms and we and see, see some cuts. marks on yeah. his arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Peach Pit. Ray apologizes to Donna. And Donna's like, if this is how you act now when you're just starting to get famous, how are you going to act when you're like actually famous? Mm-hmm. Good question. But Ray. Ray calms her down, kisses, all is forgiven. Valerie comes over and makes some comment to them. Yeah, some, and, yeah. And Ray walks away, and Donna's like, oh, he's just in a mood. And Valerie's like, oh, starting to take it personally. And Donna's like, you're so silly, Valerie. <laughs> we are friends. <laughs> At the So Ray went over to the Peach Pit after dark, and Valerie follows him over there. And wants to do it on the stage. Yeah, all the doors are locked. Donna's gone. Yep. That's Marvin Gaye and get it on. <laughs> Ray says that they never should have fooled around and that True. she and him are over. Splits fill. Done. They're done. Yep. Yep. Valerie then makes some thinly veiled threats Very about thin. Donna. Yeah. And he tells her to stay away from Donna. Yeah. I, and I bet she will. She bet, probably will. She'll, she'll probably respect his wishes, I think. She'll in this, respect that. In this situation, I think she will, yep. <laughs> At the new evolution, Kelly is confronting Finley, saying that he lied, and it's all just been about money and power. This was another sort of a flex to send Kelly in there alone to confront Finley. I was like, oh, danger. Mm-hmm. Finley is trying to, you know view some more of his mumbo jumbo tells her not to regress and she tells him don't tell me what to do and she leaves Mm -hmm. and he says you'll be back and this like uplifting music is playing as she's walking out of the building and everyone's like kelly the fundraiser kelly this and she's just like walking out to this super uplifting music that's right that's right she's got to get to a jc penny's and buy some more beige pantsuits 
Because this is the first day of the rest of her life. <laughs> Dylan and Brandon are waiting outside, and, you know, they're happy for her. And I guess she and Brandon are back together. Right? That's what I thought. When it was, like, Dylan... Yeah, when she just, like, is going to go with Brandon, and that's it. I was kind of like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Because Dylan says he's going to walk, and they're like, no, come ride in the car with us. And Dylan's like, listen, I'm trying to do the honorable thing here. Yeah. I'm going to walk. Yeah. You guys ride in the car yeah. together. This is I what, can't. What do you suggest? You we split it. her in half, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> and that's the episode. Kelly's yeah. out of the cult. Yeah, I don't like this. I mean, I'm sure we'll get more resolution with Brandon and Kelly, but I was, I don't know. I think it's kind of lame that she just goes with Brandon and that's it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Br- yeah. Brandon did in the hard work. Yeah. He was, he was working hard to get her he out was. of there. He was. That's true. That's true. But I don't know. I guess it sort of feels like what the split in their relationship doesn't really seem like, okay, I'm not in a cult anymore. I guess we're back together. Yeah. And maybe it's not. I don't really remember, like, what the exact next step is. So maybe there's more work to be done there. I don't know. Kendra, what was your 90210 snap? It's got to be that scene at Dylan's when where they confront yeah. Kelly. Yeah. I'm going to go with a flashier snap, and that is the Ray Valerie stuff with the overturning breakfast table and stuff. Oh, yeah. That, to me, was soap opera at its finest. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to say. Did you like the episode? I did. Yeah. I was glad that it wasn't just... Like, he's manipulative. Like, there was, yeah. like, a legit not okay right. cult thing going yeah, on. I, I agree that we went through a step where it really was a dark underbelly. And I liked Dylan and Brandon working together. I think that makes sense to me. I think that's much more reasonable than some sort of, like, intervention with Donna and Claire yeah. and the gang. You know, I think I think this did make a lot more sense. So, yeah, I feel pretty good storyline Everybody, you know, I mean, like I said, the Valerie stuff, nice to see her be uh, Oh, and at the end, at the end of the episode, it's like sunshine. The storm is over. So very, you know. Storm weather has broken. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I feel good about it. I like the episode. Me too. Okay. All right. Well, Kendra, uh, I got a couple of podcast plugs for you. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Over on this Endorian Life, we just did uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special for Christmas, and we decided to do a special episode just on the story of the Faithful Wookiee, which is the animated sequence from that, which is the debut of Boba Fett. And it's such Ah. a cool episode. If you've never seen it, it's a very cool episode, and it has a nice twist in it where none of the characters know Boba Fett's a villain, so it's kind of a... It's cool to see it from that standpoint, and so, you know, you can go watch that on Disney Plus or wherever, listen to the episode, and then... Uh, the Book of Boba Fett starting up again now on Disney Plus yeah. so you can see where it all started see where we're at now over on How's Things which is my day job with the David A. Howe Public Library Kendra's going to be joining me in our next episode and we're going to look at all of our favorite books, movies, and TV series from 2021 so it should be a good time yeah, I'm excited what about you K-Bomb, where can people find you? <laughs> I am MissMuseBox91 on Twitter, and I have a website, MissMuseBox.com, and a Etsy page, Crafts. and I am also the co-host of the podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like, uh, where we talk 90s music, and uh, you, you almost You almost talked 2000s music. It was I a know. real, you dodged a bullet. Once and never again. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've done that. So, yeah. So, for Christmas, we talked uh, some TSO. And you'll just have to tune in in the new year to see what our first song of 2022 is. And I believe that that will drop on 
January... 10. 10th? Yes. That's what you said on Twitter. I so think that's, that that's sounds what right. I believe. Okay. Well, and you don't have to wait that long to join us again right here on 902 and Here We Go, because next week we're going to be talking about Season 5, Episode 22, Alone at the Top. Alone. I don't know that song either. Sorry. <laughs> 902 and Here We Go. We did it. <laughs>